This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker. Recently, a firm called Online U did a study of two-year community college enrollment and found it largely down uh, across the nation, with one huge exception in upstate New York. And joining me are the author of that survey, Taylor Nichols, and marketing rep Brian Hepp with Online U. Welcome you both. Thank you. Good to be here. Brian, I want want to start with you, Brian. Just tell us a little bit about the firm and how Online U acts as a resource for students looking for the best college education. Absolutely. So Online U um, is uh, owned by a company called Optimal. We're based in Kirkland, Washington. Uh, We've been around since 2004 and um, since since our founding by um, our CEO, Songri, we've been focused on just providing transparent college information. Um, We kind of market ourselves as being very different from a lot of the big players out there. Um, A lot of the big names are obviously U.S. News and World Report, um, which we think is very much focused on prestige. Um, Online U and Optimal are very much focused on providing transparent data and trying to focus on a lot of the schools that um, aren't really covered uh, by by the big players. Um, So we do use a lot of government data um, and we t- focus a lot on return on investment, salary potential, um, most affordable tuition rates, and online U is kind of our flagship product. All right, Taylor Nichols, let's talk about this study. COVID has caused a drop in really college enrollment all around the country, but specifically in two-year community colleges. So tell us about this survey and what you found. Yeah, so there's been a lot of coverage of the big, big declines at community colleges. They're down... from 2019 enrollment numbers are. Um, And that data comes from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center, um, which talks about four-year schools and public two years, but it doesn't specifically highlight enrollment at for-profits in the two-year space. Um, So we wanted to take uh, kind of a different approach to that data and uh, look at which two-year schools actually grew enrollment during COVID um, to kind of get a better sense of how student choices about their education were changing during the pandemic. Um, So we looked at uh, colleges below the bachelor's level that grant degrees, so mostly community college and career schools. Um, And what we found was 90% of public community colleges saw a pretty big drop in enrollment um, and almost 60% of for-profit two-year schools and career colleges actually grew enrollment. So I I was pretty surprised to see that. Um, and the pool that did see the pool that did see an increase in enrollment was pretty small. We looked at about 1,200 schools, uh, and only 228 saw any growth at all. Um, and then the majority of schools that saw the biggest increases, 20% or higher, uh, were for profit, and there were a lot of healthcare schools on there as well. So let's talk about here in the Finger Lakes, Tompkins Cortland Community College, better known to many as TC3 up 116% during that period. What are they doing? What do they know everyone else doesn't? You know, that's a great question. Um, I did not, so our study was pretty high level. We didn't do a ton of digging into individual schools, but um, I did just some some kind of background research on TC3, and they were one of the few public community colleges that did see uh, significant growth during covid Um, And it looks like they saw a pretty big boost in enrollment for students who weren't pursuing degrees. So basically students in certificate programs. Um, And then it it also looks like I think a September article on them highlighted the fact that their high school enrollment, uh, enrollment in high school programs is pretty robust as well. 
Um, but it was, it was pretty interesting to see that growth, especially, um, at a school that's not specifically focused on healthcare or another kind of specialized career training. Um, but TC3 has a fair amount of certificates and they also have micro-credential programs, um, which it looks like they introduced a couple years back in response to declining enrollment, um, to meet kind of a growing need within the community and within local businesses. Um, so it seems like there's really been a, a pretty big shift in interest to, in micro-credentials and, you know, shorter-term programs, especially with adult learners. And I think COVID really pushed people to look for ways that they could quickly and affordably upskill and get back into the workforce rather than enrolling, you know, in a full degree program that's not with classes not specific to a career um, and stuff like that. So I, I would bet that that benefited them quite a lot, having those short-term targeted career programs. Two of the other two-year schools in our area are Finger Lakes Community College and Cayuga Community College. What did the survey find about them? So uh, Finger Lakes Community College stayed pretty much the same year over year. It looks like they only uh, their enrollment only dropped by nine students, so it was pretty much the same. Um, Cayuga Community College actually did see a 21% decrease in enrollment from fall 2019 to 2020, so it was uh, 763 students fewer than uh, fall 2019 numbers. One of the things your study showed, 75% of the schools that had the best growth were for-profits, and specifically for-profits that really focused on career preparation. What What's the lesson and the takeaway from that? I mean, I think, you know, going back to what, going back to what people needed during COVID, a lot of people were laid off. A lot of people needed, you know, quick, fast, affordable training. Um, and I think that especially adult learners, but in general, the value of a college education has really, the way that people see the value of a college education has really shifted to how is this going to benefit me in my job tomorrow? Um, and and don't get me wrong, you know, liberal arts and, and four-year degrees are, are also very valuable and bring a lot of important skills to the workplace as well. But I think that people want to see kind of a a more direct line from A to B there. Um, and I think people, I think people are looking for career skills that they can put to work as soon as possible. Also, if I can just add, add to that a little bit more, I think that, um, healthcare and nursing were especially popular, um, career focuses in, at these schools. And I think for the obvious reasons, people were, um, inspired to help, you know, help their, um, help their neighbor. And I think, uh, you know, from, even just in my own personal life, talking with people that went back to school, focusing on um, nursing and medical professions, that was a huge reason. Uh, it was a really tough, um, tough couple of years uh, that we just saw, you know, so um, I think it makes sense that people are, are drawn to these professions. Well, and also here in New York right now, because of COVID and because of a, a state vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, there's a staffing shortage almost everywhere in the medical field. So I, I would think this trend is probably going to continue. Absolutely. I would imagine so. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, healthcare and IT and tech are high employability, high demand and, and good pay, which a lot of people, I think, when COVID hit, were, you know, realizing, oh, I, I need to shore myself up in case this happens again or, you know, kind of that idea. So for both of you, I guess the question is, what lessons can these community colleges that have shrunk learn? Should they be going more toward a career prep model, or do they have to find some different sort of model to compete in the marketplace going forward? 
Um, you know, I mean, I think that the career prep model is going to become more important in the future, you know, and, and community colleges already play a really important role in career training and in bridging that gap for students who don't feel like a four-year degree is within reach or is even a good fit for them. Um, you know, community colleges are really important in that regard, but I think that some of the biggest things that are going to be, you know, most important going forward is increasing access, and that includes affordability, it includes ease of enrollment, it includes student support to help make sure that people finish their degree, um, and I think just making it easier for working adults to fit education into their busy schedules, you know, I think, I really think that it's changing to meet the needs of today's students, and that is increasingly online, it's lower cost, you know, and it's it's making it easier for people to finish their degree. One last question for you, Brian, uh, in advising students on getting a good education at Online U, uh, are there things that, that parents and, and kids tend to overlook when choosing a college? It's a really good question. Um, you know, I think uh, one of my favorite answers when I t- tell anyone that's looking at our site for the first time is to always remember that this is just one piece of the puzzle. Um, I think that ranking sites or um, content-driven sites giving advice on educational matters, and you know, for us, it's higher educational matters, um, I think can be very helpful. But to always remember, it's just one piece of the puzzle. Um, I think that we offer uh, very good data studies and we offer you know, very good content articles or else we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. But I think it's, um, it's important to consider all aspects of, of what you're going to get out of a college experience. And I think, uh, you know, affordable tuition is obviously a very important thing, but to, to do a little bit more digging, trying to find out what kind of, um, you know, alumni networks are available at the school, how, uh, how the career centers are, are run. Um, because when it all comes down to it, you know, people go to college oftentimes to get that great experience to prepare them for their adult lives for, you know, later on in life uh, to get that good job, to get the job that they're passionate about. And, you know, hopefully if they're passionate about it, they're also able to make a good salary with it as well. How do people find out more about online you and what you can offer to them? Well, they can, I think the easiest way would be to go to onlineu.com. Um, we always love uh, people to share feedback. Um, we also have several other websites related to the higher education space. We have switchup.org, which is focused on coding boot camps. Uh, and we also have gradreports.com, which is more focused on student reviews and um, comparing uh, salary potential for programs uh, you know, across the board, comparing you know, what's the salary potential at you know, Ithaca College versus what's the salary potential at uh, Marist College or NYU. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to use those sites to compare options. All right, Brian Hepp and Taylor Nichols with Online U. Thanks for the time. Uh, we appreciate the study and the information, and we are happy to have you share it with us today. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ted. It's great talking.